Good morning, Zio here, and I have company. Introduce yourself. Hey, I'm D-Pad Chad. What do you do? I play video games and annoy a lot of people. That's right, that's exactly what he does. And today we're talking about the ADL. Uh, what is it, the Anti-Defamation League, right? That's how it says. Yeah, and we're talking yep. about it and Steam, because apparently Steam is the new target. The new target of the extremist harassers out there. Oh, yeah, I was totally not talking about the ADL, but... <laughs> Alright, so what do you got for me, Chad? <laughs> well, um, it looks like uh, Steam's uh, the new extortion... I mean, hate mongers. That's right. This is not a game how Steam harbors the extremists. That's right, if you're on Steam, chances are you are a white-ist something supremacist. So, anaphobe and a... What are the other words? Is, phobes, and isms? Oh, I'm sure they'll make something up. Yeah, whatever else they can do, but apparently Steam is, is now in their sights. But, uh... Yeah, so... <laughs> I'm not sure where to really start going with this, because there is a lot to go through. <clears throat> But uh, gaming plays a huge role in the American life. According to the Entertainment Software Association, 75% of American households include at least one gamer. And the video game industry generates more annually than the film or music industry combined. Of course, I guess that depends on your definition of gamer. Because uh, I don't know about you, but anyone whose primary thing is a cell phone is not a gamer. To me, anyway. <laughs> what about you? You said it, I just thought it loudly. <laughs> Alright then, that works. But, uh, yeah, it does make a sizable chunk, though, of the revenue. I mean, if you just look at this graph here, if this graph is to be believed, of course, uh, it's from New Zoo Global Games, Games Market Report, apparently. You know, you're looking at $68.2 That is a huge chunk of change just from the mobile. They may not be real gamers, but they do spend a ton of money on games and ruin it for the rest of us with microtransactions. Ah. Anyway. So, uh, the ADL. You know, they, they've gotten involved here. And uh, we want to get into their recommendations. And, of course, their tweet real quick. Because apparently I forgot to actually set things up before I hit the record button like usual. This is a complete messed up show. <laughs> But uh, Steam, the largest and most important online store uh, for PC gamers, offers white supremacists a new outlet for their hateful rhetoric and calls for violence. More on Steam roles as a host for these dangerous ideologies in our latest report, which is exactly what we're sitting on. Um, so you, you're big on Steam, right? You know Steam. Uh, I actually, my thing, my library is over a hundred large now. And yeah, so, uh, how often do you, uh, find these white supremacists floating about? Um, well, since the ADL considers the okay hand gesture, oops, I guess I'm one of them. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, milk white supremacists, um, pretty much every American ever. <laughs> Yeah, I don't get um, the milk thing. I like milk, but I'm not no white supremacist, as, the last yeah. far as I know. 
so to be honest, I don't. I, I really don't. Um, but the thing is, they 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 see it everywhere. They they really do. They they, they want to identify it everywhere. Oh yeah. Um, oops, wrong thing. But yeah, they see it in sports. The OK hand gesture. And uh, didn't they actually come out and was like, "Yeah, this is this is technically a hoax that we jumped on." Well, uh, but it's also that, not good. <laughs> well, so there's an interesting history behind that. So originally, that was in like uh, I believe it was 2013 when that came out. Uh, so yeah, it was uh, no uh, to yeah, it was 2017. I'm sorry. Uh, it was uh, came out, and in 2018 they admitted it was a hoax, but that gave them enough time to basically rally the troops, as it were. Yeah, I mean it was a hoax by 4chan. 4chan is great. They they make a lot of things happen. That's hilarious. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, apparently Steam is full of these these horrible people now, and we need to stamp them all out because everything is sexist, everything is racist, and everything is homophobic, and we have to point ill of it out. I think that was the quote, right? Something like that. I'm sorry, I need. I mean, zero. What were you saying? <laughs> That's what I thought. But apparently, they have uh, decided that Steam needs to change, and they have included some of these changes creating and adopting policies to address hate and harassment. Like every social media and online gap game platform, Steam must have clear terms of service that address hateful content and harassing. No, it doesn't. Behavior and clearly defines consequences for violators. Yeah, the ADL can go get bent. <laughs> I mean, come on, seriously. Oh, real quick. Um... How are they going to demand that when they don't clearly define what it is? You know what? I don't know, but I'm sure they've got it defined somewhere, right? They got to. Somebody's got to have this thing defined. I mean, nope. I've seen things attempt to identify, I guess, their hate speech or whatever, but uh, never really, really clear-cut definitions of these things. You know, it's just going to be like everything else. Twitter is totally okay if you're X doing X, saying X, but the second you say B while you're X or something, yep, that, that, that's hateful, you can't do it, but this person just said it. Yeah, but they're also the right skin tone. They're allowed to say it. it it's a ridiculous changing thing that just never can be pinpointed anywhere, and it's just stupid. <laughs> it's the best way to put it. It's asinine. But yeah, uh, social media pl platforms don't even need to have any policies on that. Yeah, you can go ahead and say don't harass people. If somebody thinks you're harassing them or whatnot, they have the abilities to block and mute you. If you make 15 accounts and then continue doing it, then, you know, report it to whoever and they can go trace the IP and, you know, lock out that person or something like that, right? I mean, you, you can do things to try and prevent it as best as you can, of course. But, uh, you know, straight up knocking somebody out because, uh, you know, they don't agree with your opinion or whatnot and claiming it's harassment or if they've criticized you and you don't like it, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. 
All right, enforcement policies, accurately at scale. Uh, Steam needs to take greater responsibility in enforcing their policies, which I think Steam does a pretty good job at enforcing their policies, to be honest, uh, when it comes to certain things like uh, Greenlight games and things like that. I mean, sure, there's plenty of games that they miss because it's a very large platform and they can't be everywhere at once, but they eventually do get to them. But uh, once expand it and do so accurately at scale. Oh, I'm sorry. Once they include harassment and... What's the other thing up here? Hateful content. Uh, they need to utilize both a uh, user flagger and complaint process along with a proactive swift and continuous process to address hateful content using a mix of artif... Oh, God, no. Just no. <laughs> Let's not. Got anything to say? So, what's interesting is they're making unreasonable demands uh, on purpose. Uh, because of the history of the ADL, and ironically, I'm a little familiar with it, they're making these unreasonable demands, which, by the way, half these demands are already filled by users, but the ADL doesn't know that because they're full of morons. Uh, the users like me, UZO, half half the million others, already do a majority of this, and Steam set it up to be a self uh, curating platform, and it's worked amazingly. Uh, but what it is is the ADL wants to come in and curate it for us. And collect a paycheck. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. It does feel a lot like um, what 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 is it like their mo or whatever, kind of like yep. anyone else out there. It's like, hey, you've got a problem, but for the small small fee of twenty thousand dollars, I can fix it for you. <laughs> yep, and we call that extortion. Yeah, I, I really want to get to this number four. Is is it was in this list, right? Or was I on another list for that? I, I it was. I believe Speaking it was, of extortion, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Engaging with civil societies and establishing and updating their policy, Steam uh, should consult regularly with civil society groups from a board cross section of uh, positions. Is that the board you were talking about? Yep. There, there and, we go. They need a and trust. And they did that with the uh, Major League Baseball as well. Oh, really? Yep. I don't pay much attention to baseball, so I wouldn't know. Well. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, Trust and Safety Council for Steam, because that's exactly what a platform that facilitates the purchasing of video games and reviews and such really needs. Azio. Yeah. They did it with Twitter. <laughs> I know they did it with Twitter. 2013. Uh, I know they did it with Twitter. Uh, has it even done anything since it's been established other than existed? It made it a living hell. <laughs> well, that was just Twitter in general. It's always a trash fire. But uh, isn't it like uh, Fem Frequency is on there and Crash Override is part of the people on their board who don't really do anything but grip? Please, please see my first sentence. <laughs> 
Let's see. We talking about over here on your tweet? Oh yeah. Oh look, the ADL is running another extortion scheme. When you're going to demand Valve Software hire your goons to work on Steam. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Speaking of four, increase investment in uh, governance over governance oversight and transparency reporting. Steam needs to adopt a robust governance. This should include robust transparency reports. Kind of already has all that, right? Yep. I mean, heck, you 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 report something because it's not working, and you move on. Sure, there's several people who use the community page. There's not really a whole lot of people that I ever see using those pages for the most part. Uh, and when they do, they're like screenshots and guides on how to like get infinite gill or something, aren't they? Well, uh, the forums and community page can be used for like tips and tricks. You can use it. Uh, I use it half a dozen times to see if there's any bugs or game breaking issues before I buy the game. Uh, if I buy the game and there is an issue, I see if there's any fixes for it. And then uh, I see if the developer has any plans to fix that issue before I go for a refund. And on top of that, I contact Steam, and they're usually really good about refunding if the developer is just unreachable for anything of the sort. It's a really well-run platform. Yeah, which uh, is usually why a lot of people like it more than Epic and really hate the idea of Epic exclusives. You know, Steam is very well put together and, uh, you know, support and everything's pretty good. And if it wasn't for the community page, I would never know how to fix Chrono Trigger, which never did work, by the way. <laughs> never did work. I, I wound up refunding it. Anyway. <laughs> that was a shame. Yeah, no. I know. I was really wanting... To, uh, other than it being a mobile... Or the port of the mobile port, which I don't care for. It had both things in it that I wanted. You know, the extra dungeons plus the anime cutscenes. Which I love. I love the anime cutscenes. And I really... I would really love the alternate ending of the mobile. Yeah. Which, so I, I was actually going to buy it too. Until you told me about that. And I'm like, mm, maybe I'll hold off. Yeah. And I did everything I could to try and fix that. Never could get it fixed. But it's also a widespread problem, apparently, with it. So, and I wouldn't have found out if it wasn't for the community page. But the point is, the community pages and stuff, they're pretty well regulated, self-regulated by the players. Um, I mean, sure, some people really hate it when they screw up and then everybody floods the page with their fuck up. <laughs> but maybe they shouldn't have fucked up, you know? Yeah. But I uh, let's see where were we? These should include insights on the experiences of vulnerable communities using their platform and provide information on how different groups are. Why? What does that even matter? I don't think Steam really cares what you look like if you're going to go buy games from their thing. Well, is that even is that oh, even a question to ask? Like when you sign up for Steam, does it actually ask you? what race you are or something, just so it can try and dim discriminate or something, the game selection to you. <laughs> I don't remember that. You were saying? Uh, excuse me. Um, no, it doesn't ask you, and 
it literally is sounds like the ADL just trying to collect data for more data points to uh, to be frank to sell. You know, I didn't even think of that. That, that wow. <laughs> I didn't even think of that at all. But yeah, if the ADL got involved with Steam and said, hey, buddy, you got a problem. We can fix it for you. And then gets access to Steam's data to fix their issue. Yeah, I, I could definitely see some uh, cha-ching going on right there. Let's see. Once these are in place, the platform should also submit to regularly scheduled external independent audits so the public knows the scope and nature of hate and harassment on the pla- Fuck's sake. No, no it doesn't. Just stop. 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 Stop it. <laughs> Audits would need to uh, also allow the public to get detailed independent measurements of hate on the planet. <laughs> Are you serious? So, uh, so wait, measurements like data? Yeah. So, so, there, so wait. <laughs> You want to sell our data to other people? Is that what you're telling us, ADL? Let's see. They need audits that, of course, will so totally be done by them because they're a third party to this, right? <laughs> and that's what they're asking. Independent audits. Which, uh, pretty sure the ADL does, doesn't it? It likes to audit people. Or audit organizations for their, uh, uh, whatever it is that they do. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, but, service fee. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, allow the public to get detailed or independent measurements of hate, verifying that the company followed through on its stat uh, stated actions and assess the effortless or effortness of the company's efforts in creating and enforcing anti-hate and harassment policies over time. Fuck off. <laughs> Seriously, ADL, just get bent. Oh, if you can't tell, I'm not a huge fan of the ADL. They're 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 a bunch of busybodies, that's for sure. But uh, beyond their own community guidelines, transparent efforts, and uh, content moderation policies, Steam should look at uh, product level design changes with anti-hate principles. <laughs> what is Steam? Anybody? <laughs> Steam is a storefront for video games. Is that not right? Yes. <laughs> what is there to change to add anti-hate principles in mind to change the design? Does, does Steam seem hateful? You know what? Forget it. St uh, Steam. <laughs> Welcome to Steam. Anybody, does this look hateful? <laughs> I mean, Skyrim, if you're a dragon, that might be hateful. I don't know. Oh, you're right. You're right. Let's see. I'm not logged in, so this is going to be default for anyone who first brings up Age of Empires. There we go. Colonialism 101. Right there. That's got to go. This game should not exist. We're, we're going That's full. That's a great game. ADL. I love conquering everybody. <gasps> you white supremacist. No, I play as the Persians, so it doesn't count. Oh, well, in that case, it really doesn't count, does it? Persians can't be colonials, right? Yeah, see, see, when I, when I play, I identify as Persian. <laughs> uh, we've got whatever this is, Scrap Mechanic Survival. Uh, uh, 
scrapping survival game. Let's see, Cyberpunk. Oh, oh, can't, yeah, they're fine. They're wait. okay. I can't wait. <laughs> they're okay. They're okay. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for Cyberpunk either. I think I'm definitely gonna pick it up. Call of Duty Black Ops Three. There we go. That's more colonialism, right? People shooting down other people in the name of, you know, America or something. <laughs> Destiny Two. I'm not sure how this is racist, but I guarantee it is. Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> <laughs> Need I say more? <laughs> Rust. Everyone's favorite rock walking simulator. Actually, I have no idea what Rust is. What so, is Rust? So Rust is the color orange, which is the color of our favorite president, so that's evil. Oh, game is bad by proxy. It looks yep. like a survival horror game. I've heard of it, but I don't think I've ever actually looked into this before. And it's an early access, isn't it? It's yeah. a survival PvP. Uh, let's see, and then you've got Green Hell. Same thing, survival. Hades, early access. Yeah, that actually might not look half bad. <laughs> I'm sure it's got plenty of microtransactions, though. That's the sad part. Seven Days to Die. I just and got done playing that. Tabletop Simulator. Right there on the front page. Everything hateful under the sun needs to change. We need to get rid of it. Can you imagine if the ADL was to sink their teeth in the steam and then started dictating... Well, not only do you have users who are problematic, but you have games that are problematic, too. And then they look at something like, you know, Age of Empires, and it's like, that right there teaches you to colonialize different nations and countries. Even though you can play as all these different people, you are essentially perpetuating the colonial dream or something like that. It needs to go. Could you imagine that? And then it gets wiped off Steam because the ADL doesn't like it. <laughs> uh, so, fun fact. When Age of Empires 2 came out, I learned about the Mongols. I learned about the, the Britannias. I learned so much about history because of that game. I would cry if that game got wiped out. Yeah, but I just feel like that would be the next logical step, you know? Yeah. They get in there, they get their trust and safety console going. Console council going. And then they decide, you know what? That game's problematic. Cyberpunk 2077? That thing's transphobic. Get it out of here. We don't want it. Do you think... I can see the mass exodus from there to Epic suddenly, out of nowhere, if yep. they started removing things like that. Just based on those arbitrary... Things. Beat Saber. I always wanted to play that. Let's see. We were somewhere. <laughs> and, and now we're lost. We're Ooh. gamers. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, it happens. We saw shiny new games and we want them. <laughs> uh, let's see. It must conduct a thoughtful okay, design process that puts the user first. And incorporates risk and er, radicalization factors before and not after tragedy strikes. Okay, okay. So, in other words, you want users... Correct me if I'm wrong here, but... Uh, Chad, Steam has this amazing ability where you can sort of curate the kind of content you want to see, does it not? Yep. 
Now the ADL says that it needs such a function. So what is it? Does it not have it? <laughs> it has it, right? <laughs> I mean, heck, I I'm pretty sure my settings are set up for RPG and strategies titles, first and foremost. Yeah, it's a thumbs up, thumbs down setting. Interested, not interested, and then it adjusts to your interests. And by the way, the way this is worded, sounds like they want to preemptively uh, browbeat people for th wrong think. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, not after Tragedy Strikes. I guarantee that's a shot towards... Uh, I don't know what that game was, but it was pure vaporware um, or uh, asset flip, I guess is the best way to put it, where it was, um, I think it was called School Shooter, which uh, I didn't have a problem with existing as a game. And yeah. uh, to be totally honest, kind of looked maybe a little fun <laughs> after they add 15 different things that they were planning to add where you could become SWAT or you could be a student and trying to fight off the person and all this other stuff. You know, the concept is an interesting concept. You don't have to like it, but it doesn't mean it shouldn't exist at the same time. And, uh, you know, they want to get rid of, of course, things like that before it actually happens or gets a green light. But it got a green light for a reason. It, it didn't violate anything other than the fact that it was a shameless asset flip and probably wasn't going to have everything it was planning to have, but, you know... <laughs> Probably going to get catch flat for that at some point. <laughs> and, and I mean, to be honest, a game like that could have had potential for, for one, could have shown the empathy. Oh my goodness, this is what kids could have could go through. Oh yeah, um, you know, it's no different than any other survival game. It's just the setting is different. Yeah, pretty much at that point. Say you you got the you own know, multiple modes. Your your SWAT or you're the actual perpetrator of the crime, or maybe you're a student or teacher or faculty inside the building as it's taking place, and it's your job to survive that, save as many students as you can or whatever, and you've got to fasten together like crude weapons with, you know, the desk chair and something else or whatever, and try and stop these people from shooting up everybody in a timed event or something, you know, and get points accordingly. Or vice versa, you get points for shooting as many kids before you get shot down, one of the two. But, uh, you know, <laughs> there, there's nothing wrong with those kind of games at all. You don't have to like it, just like when it comes to free speech. I don't have to like that you said it, but I also can't stand in the way from you saying it. Exactly. Let's see, what's the next part? Just as sites have for some years embraced privacy by design, so should Steam and other platforms embrace anti-hate by design. Principles and process. Just as sites have embraced privacy by design. <clears throat> Which sites do that again? Uh, none. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what they're talking about because I know at one point in time, you know, anonymity and things was a thing we were afforded. But now you've got to the point where Facebook, if you don't use your real name, is liable to deactivate your account if they don't think it's your real name because you're not using it. And then you have to prove that that's your name, right? 
Oh, my account's going in. I use D-Pad Chad as my account name. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I can't remember who it was, but there was a... Uh, it was a YouTuber who uh, had a weird middle name because they legally had changed it to, I think, their gamer tag or something like that. And then they were making a stink about it, and this was like four or five years ago, because uh, Facebook had changed their policies about not having fake names as your profile because they really want you to put your real person out there. You're not allowed to you know, hide behind the shield of anonymity and stuff like that. And uh, his entire Facebook got deactivated, and he was all up in arms about it because they were like, there's no way that's your name. And he had to go through this huge process that took him a month just to get his Facebook back. And I was like, yeah, privacy by design is not a thing anymore. Everybody's collecting your data. Everybody's selling your data. Every time you download that mobile game for three minutes and it says, can we connect to this? They're taking that for the purposes of selling it to another party somewhere. Or to use for their own agenda so they can spam you with random emails or something. I haven't looked at my spam folder in years. I'm afraid to. <laughs> uh, let's see. This would require a significant change of focus and culture on behalf of Valve and Steam. In the past several years, despite pressures and <clears throat> entities from journalists and civil societies to take greater steps to address this problem. They have not taken some of the most basic steps to do so. Wait, they have not taken some of the most basic steps to do so, such as create a platform policy around hate speech and produce a transparent report. Well, they're pretty transparent as it is for a lot of things. As for hate speech, they don't need it. There's no such thing. I know that's mind-blowing for some people, but it doesn't exist. <laughs> not, not in the context that they want it to, anyway. You, you can have hateful speech. You can be mad and angry and upset and say things that are vile and horrible. But, you know, there, there's not really a thing out there that you can police about it. Let's see, where's the, the update? Or, here we go. Extreme business practices and relationships. Th this is the thing that you shared, right? Yep. All right. And a gaming co company is partnered. Yeah. If a gaming company. Okay. So these are. Um, let's see. These are the recommendations for the industry as a whole. Oops. I I, I flashed the power sign. Um, these these are uh, recommendations for the entire gaming industry. What everybody should strive for right so you've got steam epic bethesda world or blizzard um you know all all the companies out there cd project red and all that stuff should strive for these principles right here so uh but let's just start from four and go backwards for a minute <laughs> extreme business practices and relationships if a game company is partnering or doing business with another game company that is not doing enough to counter hate and extremism on its services, considered addressing those concerns with that company directly or publicly. The fight against hate and extremism requires all stakeholders to take responsibility for doing all they can to stand against its spread. Continue to... Uh, Work with companies that refuse to take meaningful actions against extremism, 
sends a troubling message to the gaming community and the general public. Yeah, that sounds lovely. Where do where do I begin with this? Uh... <laughs> They're literally advocating for a crime. Um. So when they say that every stakeholder is responsible and that Steam needs to interject, right? Yeah. With uh with the developer. Uh, and essentially what they're saying is, and call them out publicly. That's the important part. Call them out publicly. What they're saying is you need to defame and uh, denigrate that developer in public, either on social media or whatever, which is, and interfere, which would interfere with other contracts. And if, if somebody else breaks a contract because of what Steam says, that's tortious interference with contracts. Yeah. I mean, and ADL is advocating for that. And ADL could be held liable along with Steam. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's exactly what it kind of sounds like. It's like, hey, look, if, if you say something we don't like, you know, it, it is our duty to tell you, I mean, companies directly or publicly, of course, they could go and write them an email. Hey, Mr. Uh, Chad, I heard you were developing a game. You're going to greenlight it. However, I have heard that you've had some problematic views in the past. Or they can just shout it out on the tallest uh, Twitter mountain. Go, hey, Chad's a phobe or an est or something like that. Yeah, I haven't heard that in the past. <laughs> You know, that, that really does uh, raise a lot of concerns, especially if it does start interfering with, uh, you know, contracts, which is why it is really important that our laws should be brought up to date. Because as it is right now, they're like 10 years behind, aren't they? Uh, I mean, yep. it's extremely hard to really prove that somebody is tortiously interference or interfering unless you've got like a paper trail to prove that they are injecting themselves into the middle of whatever business deal that you're doing and can prove that they've done it. So if they don't email it or whatnot, you know, it gets really hard and messy really quickly. And depending of course on your judge and jury, it could go either way. But, uh, you know, I, I just don't like that idea at all. It's like, CD Projekt Red yelling at Bethesda because they don't have enough something in their game or something like that, and it needs to be needs to be fixed. You know, you've got developers interfering with other people's projects and all that other stuff. Um, what was that one game that everybody was getting mad about because it wasn't diverse enough and it was in the Middle Ages or something? In like Scandinavia or something like that? Oh, I know which one you're talking about, but I don't remember the name. Yeah, I, I can't remember it either. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was a decent game from what I heard. And they were going for sort of a historical accurate representation of the times. Right? Yeah. Which meant a lot of people of a certain color and not so many of anything else. Because it was just native people to that country at that time. And people didn't move, which is something which is really weird that people don't seem to understand. When you go back to 18 BC or the 1800s or whatever, uh, AC, sorry, uh, you know, people didn't move like they do now. 
You know, it's, it may not be weird to see people of 15 different races in New York City today, but if you went back to the 1800s and looked around, you're only going to see whoever was native to that area for the most part. Unless something big has happened and somebody wound up there from, uh, you know, the Caribbean or wherever else. But other than that, you know, when you go back in time, things are said a lot differently than they are today. You can't get the diversity that you want when you're making a game based on a particular time period sometimes. It just isn't going to happen. Yeah, I mean, the same thing happened with Resident Evil, too. When I was set in Africa and people were going crazy because all the zombies were African. And I'm like, why is this a problem? Did you expect them to be Chinese? <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what we were expecting. Asian, Asian, uh, uh, zombies. But wasn't that like the opposite fact for, um, what is it? Isn't The Last of Us where all the zombie like creatures are white or something and everybody got upset over that? Uh, or was that another game? I'm not sure. I mean, I'm sure it, it is a problem. It, uh, People get upset over everything nowadays, so... <laughs> no, it's just... It, it's so weird because, uh, you know, when you think about it, with whatever game it is, somebody can say down in the comments or whatever, but apparently, I guess, to the lore, uh, when people are infected with the virus, they just sort of lose all color and everything, so they're practically albino at that point, regardless of what they are, so everything looked white, right? Oh, so you're... Uh... Com so you're complaining about all the zombies being black in Africa, but then complaining that all the zombies are white in another. <laughs> I think it was Dead Rising. Oh, what, Dead Rising? Is that what it was? I can't I, remember which game I, it was. <laughs> I, think it, I think it was Dead Rising. I might be wrong. But, uh, yeah, there, there, it was a game out there. I remember it being a big to-do at some point, and I think I meant to cover it, but never got around to it or something. But anyway, let, let's continue. Work with a civil society. We already read those, didn't we? Update online gaming. A lot of this is what we got out of the first section, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yep. Let's see. Yeah, I think it was all pretty. Yeah, we we. It, that's just a simplification, I guess, of what we were, what we originally read up to that point. Minus four, four seemed to be a little bit different, but that paragraph was huge <laughs> compared to. But uh, let's see. Encouraging inclusivity and safety gaming during COVID. Don't play multiplayer, folks. People will yell at you. <laughs> Two thirds of the U.S. online gamers have experienced severe harassment. 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 New ADL study finds because apparently trash talk is bad. Oh no. What shall we ever do? <laughs> uh, is this. Yeah. Anyway, so this is just an article of them complaining that a bunch of people really, really, really get harassed all the dang time. Uh, could you maybe explain to us what trash talk is for a second? Um, try the 90s. <laughs> right now they're like, you're mean. I'm like, in the 90s, they were talking about burning your house down. <laughs> uh, 
And yeah. this was people I went to school with. Now, trash talk has been around for as long as I can remember. If it throws you off your game, people are going to use it. They will use anything and everything that they know that will get under your skin. And the second they realize something does, they will keep on that one pressure point until you just lose. It's <laughs> the whole point to it. And now we've got to all be sterile and we can't trash talk and have a good time doing it anymore. It's not allowed. Let's see, stay-at-home protest draws extremism, hate on Steam gaming platform, and California grocery shopper wearing clan. <laughs> anyway, I figured out what it all had to do. It's just three short things that lead to the bigger stories. Uh, but yeah, we, we looked at this right beforehand, was just thinking, what does a clan hood have to do with Steam? But it, what it is is that they're just linking to the full story. So ADL calls out Steam for giving extremists a pass. Steam hasn't done jack, because Steam doesn't need to. <laughs> sure, there's probably a couple of people, you know, who were actually racist on there, and uh, nobody probably pays them attention, and they continue to live in their mother's basement. But hey, what do I know? Let's see, and then the local leader, uh, condemned man wearing KK hood. <laughs> At a grocery store? Yeah, that that's lovely stuff. I mean, hey, if you got a social distance and you need to think of a way to keep everybody away from you, do you A, wear a surgical mask, B, put a clan hood on, or C, wear absolutely nothing? What is your choice to make people stay the furthest away from you? Well, with a body like mine, going the buff might actually work, but... <laughs> The clan hood is probably a close second. Yeah, that, that wow. was my thought, too. It's like, if I really need to keep people away from me for some reason, I should wear a clan hood. <laughs> that would probably do the trick. I anyway. mean, yikes. So. <laughs> uh, anyway, we've been going on for a good 40-plus minutes, so I think this is a good spot to just sort of end the video for the time being. How's that? Yeah. Well, we we kind of touched on everything we were looking at, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll just look at this racist steam front, though. Racist. Horrible steam front. <laughs> Doom Eternal? Do you, do you know what that game's about? It's horrible, I tell you. Horrible. That's, that's a good Christian game right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. I was trying to get it to come up. I should just click that. Oh, wait. Um, crud. Uh, give me a date that's at least 18. 2001's right. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Here we go. That's that's the game right there. Doom Eternal. It's on sale, by the way, if anyone was wondering. 25% off for $44.99 right now. Mm. Or, you can, look into that. or you can buy the Doom Eternal Deluxe Edition uh, for uh, 67 And a one-year pass. God, I hate passes. <sighs> anyway... <laughs> I think that's where we'll go ahead and end it right there. I'm Zio. And I'm Deepatchad. We will catch you in the next one. Hey, thanks for watching. Don't forget to leave a comment, smash that like button, and always subscribe for more. And of course, there are other videos floating around somewhere on the screen, so click one of those and see if you can find something that uh, suits your fancy. Till then, I'll see you later. Bye.